and welcome back to another episode of Jenna Figures It Out. I am your host, Jenna, and today I have a very fun interview. I interviewed my dad, aka Padre, that's why I call him at home, and we talked about we talked a lot about his businesses and kind of like the entrepreneurial side of things. Um, he has well, our family has a shaved ice business called Snowmos that he pretty much started, and he talks a lot about that and um, how scary it is coming from like a stable job working for a company versus working for yourself and what that entails and like the anxiety and stress of it, but then also the blessings that come with it. So definitely if you have ideas through going through your head and and you are trying to start something, definitely listen to this podcast because it might be able to motivate you and maybe kickstart you and to do something cool. Because um, definitely I will say, if you have an idea or something that's just floating through your head that you really think you should do, just go for it. Um, because like, I don't know, just go for it. You never know what could come from it and you could fail and like fall on your butt and do terrible, but at least you tried, you know, you went for it and you did it and you don't want to have any regrets in this life because regret is absolute worst. So, um... Yeah, it was a really fun episode. It was really cool. I mean, not episode, interview. It was really cool to interview my dad and see the way he talks um, when he's being interviewed because obviously I talk to him on a day-to-day bit, um, basis because I live with him, but it was cool to see the way, um, like the things he likes to talk about when he's interviewed. So it was really awesome. Um, but enough of me talking. Let's go ahead and get into the interview. So, uh, you're recording, you can put this in. So, a guy I know, um, he, he right now is Tony Robbins' personal trainer. Who's Tony Robbins? You don't know who Tony Robbins is? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I failed you. Um, Tony Robbins is like, like probably the most influential like person, person development guy in the world right now. The most famous, the biggest. Do like, you have his book? I'm sure we have some. Did you give it to me to read? I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. Because I know what they look like. They, their pictures are on the camera. Yeah, right, I'll look up Tony Robbins when we talk about that. <laughs> okay. But Tony Robbins is like like the the guy. Okay. So this guy I know named Billy is Tony's personal trainer. Now, that doesn't mean like Tony goes to his... Um, oh, yeah. I don't know who he is. <laughs> okay. This doesn't mean that Tony goes to his like gym to work out. Like Tony's on the road probably all the time in his private plane going everywhere and Billy travels with him. So oh. he spends his entire life living, traveling, wherever they go, wherever Tony goes, Billy goes as well. Yeah. But every morning when Billy gets up, he has his mini trampoline right by his side of his bed, <laughs> and he, that's the first thing he does every day is he gets up and he does jumps on the mini trampoline and kind of get himself going and get him, get him motivated <laughs> for the day, so. That's funny. Yep. I could just imagine like a grown man just like on a trampoline. Yes, he's a grown fit man jumping up and down on the trampoline saying all kinds of stuff to get him motivated and going for the day. <laughs> That's so, and he's like, I feel so stupid doing it, but he's been doing it forever. It's it works for him. Do you want me to get you a mini trampoline? No, mom would hate it for Christmas. I'll do it outside, not not next to my bed. <laughs> I want be like, what's going on? Yeah, that would not go over so well. Okay, well, I'll have you start. By the way, I have all my guests start by introducing yourself and giving us an interesting fact about you. Okay, so that does I, not apply to what I'm going to interview you about. I don't know what you're going to interview me about. Okay, I don't know all of what Just you, something I, interesting that maybe I don't even know. Oh, that's going to be tough. I don't know about that. Um, I'm Scott Morrison. I'm your dad. Yeah. Um, I've known you your entire life. 
Really? Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, so I uh, obviously live here in Orlando. I was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. Um, I think that had a big big part of uh, making me who I am. Um, I don't know, today I, I, we have our shaved ice business. I, I run that. We're growing that. I do some business consulting as well. A lot of my business background, work background has been um, in building strategic partnerships and joint ventures with different companies. and. Uh, I've had a career doing that, all sorts of different things. So the fact that, you see, you know probably much of any fact about me. The one that, I'll, I'll just say that because you know this very well, but a lot of other people don't. I have the same name as the Prime Minister of Australia. So that's like their president of Australia, and I share the same name, which doesn't sound like a big deal, except on social media where all the people who hate him will direct message me or they'll mention me on Twitter or some of that. You're just attacking the guy. I think they're getting me um, that often is fun sometimes it's sad seeing what they say about the guy but um so a couple years ago i was on uh, all sorts of australian radio shows and tv shows being interviewed <laughs> because i was the you know the, the guy who has the same name as the prime minister so that was funny i didn't know he got elected yeah he's the yeah he because before he wasn't elected yeah a few years ago he got he elected just... or i don't even know how their process works in the country right so whatever it is i he's the guy and um it's funny because you have like the same slogan too yeah our same nickname scomo scomo our yeah, same yeah. nickname is scomo so and the other thing that's funny about too he's known as scotty for marketing because before he was oh. the prime minister one of his jobs he was the director of the ministry of um uh, travel and he was in charge of marketing for that. So it was his job to get people to come on vacation to Australia. And so he got the nickname Scotty for marketing. And my background has largely been in marketing as well. So it was just oh a, lot, a lot of funny overlaps with me and this dude. I hope they'll, they'll call me one day and invite me and you know send me to Australia. Yeah. So we go on a trip and I actually meet him. But so far, nothing. <laughs> I want to come too. <laughs> if you get a call, I'm coming. Okay. I'm sure you'll take mom. I'll take mom for sure. But if yeah. I can take more, you're, you're the next one who's going to come. <laughs> Okay, so you talked briefly about Snowmo, so I want you to tell them the story of how Snowmo started, because I think people find it really interesting. Okay, so Snowmo's is our our it's a shaved ice business. It's a mm -hmm. it's a shop up in, in suburbs of Orlando. Um, so the way it started, it wasn't me who started it. It wasn't my idea yeah. at all. It was it was um, Sherry, my wife, your, your mom's idea. So we've been here in Orlando at that point, I think, for about four or five years. And for whatever reason, you can't find shaved ice here in Orlando. No. I mean, you could. Like, there's some shops, but they'd be like 15, 20 miles away. We went to one or two of them, and they weren't very good. They were, they were okay. I shouldn't say they weren't very good. Those weren't our style. We had been to Hawaii a bunch um, where they have a very specific style of shaved ice. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, we just weren't finding it here. So um, we bought a couple of little shavers to try making shaved ice at home. And then honestly, it wasn't that good because we we're using a different type of method and you know yeah. different type of ice. And uh, I don't know, ultimately mom's like, I think we should start a business for this. And the reason why we started it wasn't for us. It wasn't to turn it into what it's kind of turning today. It was for you guys, for the kids. Mm -hmm. It was going to be a, a business where we can you guys can kind of have and own and run and do things with and you guys have certainly been very very uh, important parts of it but I think it's been different than its original uh, <laughs> its original plan it was sort of turning into um, so I don't know exactly what kind of turned us on to this um, I think part of it is we looked around and we saw an opportunity because there's no shops here and the way most of these shops are set up they're a trailer um, like a food truck style trailer 
parked in a parking lot that doesn't go anywhere. And there's none of that around uh, Orlando. Yeah. Um, later, we found out why. It's because they don't license it and permit so it. It's really hard to do that. So that that has been one of the biggest hurdles we've had to figure out as we've done this business. Um, but we just kind of set out on a path of let's 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 try this thing. We both both um, Sherry and I have kind of had different you know ambitions and entrepreneurial things we wanted to do and try. And so. Um, we just got the crazy idea and we started running with it. Sherry went out to, to Utah for a week or so because that's, for whatever reason, that seems to be tons of them out there. Um, makes no sense. No, I don't know. I never understood that, but they're there. Um, and so she, she helped us kind of get started and um, then it kept morphing into what is today. I know. On our secret mission. That was so funny. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Everyone kept asking me, where'd your mom go? Why is she on vacation? Yeah, well, we like, didn't really oh. tell anybody. I was like, she's just gone. <laughs> no, we didn't really tell anybody. We just sort of... Um, I don't know. We, we just didn't want to make a big deal about it until we knew for sure this is what yeah. we're going to do. So, yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Yeah, that's funny. Um, what when when you tell people this, mm -hmm. what is the thing that they think is the most crazy about like starting Shaped Ice? That we did it. I mean, just yeah. just that we had the. <clears throat> I don't know if it's courage or stupidity. It's somewhere <laughs> in between the the naivety that we could do it. We just had the. We had an idea and we ran with it. Yeah. And I find that a lot is people have ideas all the time. Ideas are in reality very easy. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the implementation and the execution of the idea that's really hard. So, you know, usually when I tell people that we we have the business and how we started, the response is, "Oh, that's really cool. I can't believe you guys did it." And yeah. I, sometimes I look back and I can't believe we did it either. You know, like what well, we're nuts, but we did. Um, and I, so I think that's I think that's the one of the main things people say. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because you always say you're like I have so many ideas and things, but it's just yeah. so hard to like actually start and follow through with it. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's my issue too. That's a lot of people's. For me, starting isn't stuck. as hard; it's finishing. You yeah. know, like I I I'm known to. Um, this isn't a great thing, by the way, but yeah, it's good to start, <laughs> but it's better to finish. So um, I think that's an that's important to do that. So. So if you have ideas of things, you know, kind of do your due diligence, figure out if you really want to do it, if it's really important to you. But then by all means, start it and do it and get some momentum going. But the most important thing is that you finish it and get it to where you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say that's like your biggest tip or advice for someone who wants to start something like that? Um, yeah, it's a big one. It's the biggest, but absolutely. Um, I think there's lots of advice you can give, but that's certainly one of them. You know, yeah. have an idea, spend some time flushing it out create a plan and then if it's really important to you execute that plan and don't stop till you get there yeah. now your methods and what's going to happen along the way is going to change quite a bit you know the the business what we're what we're looking at doing with it today is it, it definitely still has similarities to what we originally thought of when we started but it's changed a lot and it's going to keep changing um and so you have to be um what's the old saying be stubborn on your goals but be flexible with your your methods you yeah. know, so you'd be, be stubborn and like, no, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to accomplish. But you have to let the road kind of be, you know, kind of take you to wherever it's going to go. Because what you think you might do, maybe you can't do it. Maybe there's a roadblock. Maybe it doesn't make sense anymore. So you have to be flexible enough to keep adapting with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's not just one way to do everything. Mm -mm. For sure. It's rough. I know our... Because I remember at the beginning, you you bought the shack, which was the craziest part. Yeah. Because, okay, we, to paint a picture, the shaved ice, we call it the shack, um, it's like a little tiny house on wheels that we had parked in our front yard for a while. Driveway. <laughs> our driveway, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't just park it in the grass. <laughs> um, 
And then we eventually like designed the logo, wrapped it. No, you designed the logo. Like take credit for that. Okay, like, I did. Jenna, Jenna <laughs> designed the logo. We sat for weeks, you know, kind of playing with the branding of it. But I give Jenna, and I always give Jenna full credit for coming up with the logo. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, we and then, but you helped a lot design the outside of the shack, like yeah. with the stripes on it and everything. Mom and I did that, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then it's part. I would say. I don't want to say semi. It is pretty much semi-permanently, though, right? Yeah, semi-permanent is what we call it. Um, it's in, like, the corner of, like, a little gas station parking lot, but it stays there all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and then we only move it back to our house every once in a while for, like, hurricanes and stuff. So it's just really unique because usually there's, like, a food truck or an actual building, and this one's kind of just, like, in between. So yep. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I think that's when people really thought it was real when you bought the actual shack <laughs> yeah then it definitely became real yeah that was a cool story we got it. and then like i remember driving because it was, it was wrapped in hello kitty wrap yeah before, which i i remember driving <laughs> home pulling this thing behind a car looking at it like what the heck are we doing like are we nuts like we just we pulling just, in with the minivan no, too yeah exactly we just spent you know a good amount of money to buy this thing it's wrapped in hello kitty we don't know exactly what we're doing but we we knew what we wanted, and so we kept taking a couple steps till we um, till we ultimately got to where we wanted. But a lot of the steps along the way was definitely <laughs> a little bit of blind faith mixed with we're crazy. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember cleaning that thing out. I'm gonna have to dig up the picture of the first shaved ice cup you ever made. I have it. I could give it you to you. You have it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll have to post that on social sure. media. It was so cute. You were like, ah. yeah, it was cool. <laughs> my little cup. Um. Okay, so this is all great and dandy, uh -huh. but tell me about a time when you like seriously felt like you were gonna give up on snowmos, or if you ever felt um, give up on snowmos. Well, I don't want to say give up on it. That sounds bad. But a time where you honestly thought, like, why did we do this? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so we've been doing snowmos for two and a half, three years or so. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'll tell you a little bit of this. It ties into snowmobiles, but it's a little bit bigger picture for me because yeah. um, it kind of makes the most sense. So my career up until about three years ago was always good, you know. Yeah, yeah there was there was ups and downs, of course, but like I, um, I always had my confidence. I guess is the best way to say yeah. it. Yeah. The last three years have been the up until maybe six months ago now. Like I'm going back even for that. So, but anyways, it was it was tough. It was hard. It was the first time in my life dealing with you know. A lot of self-doubt, um, anxiety showing up for the first time, depression showing up for the first time, like really, really hard stuff showing up for this time. And most of that was um, originated in what was happening in my career. Mm -hmm. Like I had, I had good jobs, good places I worked, good, good um, business interests and things like that started. Yes, it was up and down during those stretches, but I at least could keep going. And then um, I had, we, a little more about buying the shack when we bought it <clears throat> a week later um the company i've been working with literally out of the blue just laid me off like yeah. gone and this isn't a company like i was doing bad work for it was a company doing about seven million dollars a year in the previous year i brought in probably three and a half of those million dollars yeah so that's significant but the company was going through a coup like it was a mess it was it was a nightmare <laughs> okay and so that kind of rocked my world a little bit. And then it was like, okay, now we're gonna do the shack. We're gonna do snowmobiles for a while because like we kind of need to right now. I'm like, let's yeah. let's see if we can build this up to. And then I got another company I started working with, and that didn't work out for different reasons as well. And so <clears throat> it was funny. I guess to answer your question, I never have looked at snowmobiles as if I'm gonna give up. It was more what was happening in my career, my life. Um, 
that was where I was like, this isn't working. I'm not happy. I need to now focus more on snowmows and other things. And what else could I go be doing? Yeah. Because I need to, I need to, you know, I need to do something, right? I yeah. need to work. I, yeah. I, I want to work. I need, I need we need to, me to work, right? And so it was me giving up on um, going like through a lot of struggles. Yeah. Of just having like a job. Yeah. yeah. And it's, trust me, it's so scary. You know, yeah. you and I talk a lot about entrepreneurship and it's easy to talk about the, the the happy sunshiny side of it yeah. right but i'll be honest that's maybe 20 percent of it 80 yeah. percent of it is either utter darkness of like i think this is the scariest hardest thing in my life yeah. or that gray cloudy area of uncertainty of like well i think we're going the right way but i don't ever i don't really know if we are or not you know and then when covid started last year <clears throat> same same type of situation i started the week before covid um um like the world started closing, if you will, yeah. the middle of March, 2020, I got hired to another company. And mm -hmm. I'll be honest, to this day, I still look at it, it was my dream job. Yeah. It was a great job, it was a good company, it was good people, and <clears throat> everything, much of what I was gonna be doing was gonna revolve around going to events, speaking at events, doing sponsorship deals, doing partnership deals, and so much of it was centered around events, and the day I started working there was yeah. right after like everybody was quarantined at home. Like it, like all the quarantine rules are coming out, and um, the company's like, "Well, we're not quite sure what's going to happen here, but we're gonna we're gonna give it our best, right?" Yeah. So they kept me around for three months, and I did good, good work for them. But after three months, I remember looking at this thing and like, "This isn't. They can't keep me around. This doesn't justify. They're paying me a nice salary. Much of what I would earn is going to be based on going and doing things that we just can't do today." And they let me go and I never, I don't have any hard feelings towards that, but it hurt at the same time. Yeah. Because it's, you know, that's, especially as a, as a guy, I think mostly you, you put a lot of pride into your career and providing for family and all that. And I just couldn't at that point. Yeah. So that was a very dark, low, hard point. But, and I, I say this to mom a lot, there was two very distinct times in my life now, this, where I felt like, God was literally pushing me back into, no, you gotta go work on snowmobiles. Yeah. You know, you gotta go work on on, um, on the shack, you gotta go grow that business, see what it becomes. That I I just finally was like, that's it. Like, this is what I'm doing. And yeah. so you asked, I know it's a long answer, but you asked like okay. times I've given up. I did, haven't given up on snowmobiles, um, because honestly, there's a ton of other times in my career I gave up and I wish I hadn't. Yeah. You know, and, and like so. Other things. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, I got a cool idea and I'll go do that. And then like, oh, I got a different idea. I'll go do that. Yeah, yeah. With this, and I made, um, I made this deal with mom. Like, like I, I'm seeing this through all the way. This yeah, is a yeah. years long run for us. This is what I'm doing. And then with that, I've been able to do some other consulting and things like that. And well, for for the for the shaved ice industry and the food truck industry, that new door opened up there. Mm -hmm. That like, I'm not giving up in this because I owe it to myself. I owe it to you guys, to our family, and everything that I don't. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. I do. I forgot until you mentioned that that we did buy the shack and then it just kind of like parked in our driveway for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had to go through all that and then you'd go back a few times and be like, oh, we're gonna clean it out and mm -hmm. then get it ready. But part of it was it was so hard to find somewhere to put it too. It was that, but let's be real. The honest, <laughs> real answer why it took a long time was my fear. Yeah. And I think this is something that people deal with all the time and maybe we're not very well equipped to or we don't know how or whatever, but I remember looking at that and kind of we had a vision of what we wanted to do but there was a million steps that I didn't know how to do yeah or I was afraid to do 
in order to get that business open and running. And I'd be afraid of, of rejection or mm-hmm. what if I do it wrong or what if it doesn't work out right? And so then I yeah. would literally sit there feeling depressed and anxious about that, which is stupid because yeah. the only thing that really needed to happen is you need to take a couple more steps. You, kept, you need to keep trying and trying and trying. Yeah. So I've tried to not live that way anymore and now focus more on like, okay, like right now we're working on a, a big project to open up a brick and mortar shop. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how to do a lot of that. No. And so instead of just sitting there, like I had, I had a location I want, I found out it became available. Honestly, it's been a dream now for a couple of years of mine to put a snowmobile in this location. And once we started working on it, I, there's still so many things I don't, to, I don't know how to do it, but I just, I just kept trying and then I'd either get help from somebody and that person opened up the door or I'd go do research or I'd ask questions of other people or whatever. Yeah. And ultimately like we're still far away from where I want to be in opening and doing that thing. But like now I didn't, I'm not letting it park in the driveway for a long yeah. time. I'm yeah. working on that as urgently and diligently as I can. It's frustrating because everybody else is slow on it, but I know. I'm working on it so that I don't sit back and think, man, why did I wait forever to do this? Mm-hmm. Instead it's like, I did that as best as I knew how and as, as cool as I knew how to do it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I love everyone. They are taking a hot minute too. Yes. You're getting a taste of your own medicine now. <laughs> it's probably it was a car. Mom's probably back. like, "This is what happens because yeah. you let it park." Don't there say that. She's gonna listen. That she's gonna blame me now. So no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so you mentioned it a little bit, but tell us about your new um, like Facebook group you created. Sure. So. And like a little community. Well, tying to what we just talked about there. So when we started Snowmos, Sherry and I looked around and we're like, okay, we understand a little bit about this business. Yeah. We understand employees. We understand some business stuff. We both have business experience and yeah. working experience. So we know that, but we don't know the shaved ice side. We don't know the food truck side. We don't know the location side. There's so many things we don't know. So we kept looking around like, where is the place or the person that we can just pay them a couple thousand dollars and they can say, hey, here's how to do it all. Yeah, and we yeah. couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. So um, I always looked at that thinking there's an opportunity here because I know there's a bunch of other people who want to start something like this that they could, they just need to use some help. Yeah. So um, once we got things running and streamlined, um, I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm gonna create this, create an opportunity for that. Yeah. I also am taking a ton of what I've learned in, um, other business and life experience and applying it finally. I've always wanted my thing. And then yeah. I'll tell you as well, like I, you know, I tend to I try to live my life, you know, spiritually to a sense and, you know, try to listen to, you know, divine intervention or whatever. I felt really strongly, my biggest regret in my career, I don't even know if you know this, maybe this is something you don't know about me. I don't know. Seven years ago, I was kind of debating what I was gonna do with the next step in my career. And I felt really strongly in a very specific moment and doing a very specific thing that I need to go and just start writing and blogging and creating a following. Uh-huh. And I didn't do that. Yeah. Now you think back the last seven years, what's happened. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook have blown up. Everybody's an influencer now. Everybody's yeah. got a following. And I could have been in the front of that. And I didn't. So my one of my biggest regrets in my career was, yeah. was uh, that I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So a now, little following, a little posse on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I got a little bit <laughs> of stuff like that. But I never, like, yeah, I have a, I have a big number of followers on Instagram, but I've They're never, like, I haven't recently consistently been in front of them and done yeah. stuff with them. So, so I took all of that and I decided, you know, I'm going to create the space that I wish had existed when I was, uh, when we got started with Snowmos. I'm going to create a community for that. I'm going to create a course and create training for that. And ultimately bring people together to help them do that. So mm-hmm. it ties in nicely, dovetails nicely with what I'm doing with Snowmos because 
Um, you know, it's basically teaching them what I'm doing on a regular basis or a daily basis. Um, but I can help a bunch of people that way. It's another income source for us as well. And there's just a lot of satisfaction. Like right now I have a couple students who are about to open their shops or yeah, like yeah. a lady messaged me yesterday with like pictures of a trailer that's about ready to go. <laughs> um, and there's, there's, it's really, really cool seeing people's success stories. And so it just, it, it's very fulfilling for me to see that yeah. happen too. I think it's cool because like just a few years ago you were like the beginner trying mm -hmm. to figure it out and then very quickly you could turn around and you're like I'm the teacher now yeah even though in the side of things you may not have as much experience of some of them I mean I'm sure a lot Absolutely. of them are still starting no but you just kind of like turned it into you're the teacher now uh, absolutely I totally agree with that the way I look at that and I encourage a lot of people to do this in their life look around like you came to us um, you were working on a uh, thing for oh yeah for my class. social media yeah, thing. <laughs> social media class you're working on this this um, my PowerPoint. powerpoint about insta stories i made I was it like, way too detailed yeah, but i was like, like wait <laughs> that's a that's a class like you could sell that you could teach that and all you were doing is taking a little bit of what you knew mm -hmm. and learning a little bit more about and this is specific to insta stories yeah creating a training around that mm -hmm. and then teaching somebody in this yeah, class yeah. is just for a class well i kind of did the same thing so the analogy i always look at is I'm kind of like the reporter. Yeah. I know I am not the best at running and operating a shaved ice or food truck business. I know mm -hmm. I'm not. Yeah. I don't think I ever will be. I mean, there's always gonna be somebody yeah. better who does things better. But I know what I know, and there's a lot of other information I can gather and I can just present it to people in the right way mm -hmm. that will help them along their way. Yeah. So I, I encourage people to do the same thing. Like look around. Like what do you what do you know a lot about that you're interested in your passion about? Maybe you don't know everything, but you know enough to teach yeah. somebody else to get them started. You just need it. to know a little bit. Right. Yeah. How can you package that together and then keep getting more and more information? Like I had mm -hmm. somebody reach out to me yesterday asking for, hey, do you know how this other shaved ice shop does this specific type of thing? And I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. But I already reached out to that other shop this yeah. morning because I was like, hey, I'd like to find out how do you do that? And then it's something we might implement in our business. Mm -hmm. But then I can turn around. I have 2,000 people in my group now. I can, almost 2,000 people. Yeah. And I can teach them that as well. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm helping all 2,000 of those people, which everyone's wanted to follow it and do it, yeah. uh, do the same type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's been, that's been, a ton of fun so now I kind of feel like for the first time in a long time I have both what I feel I should be doing in mm -hmm. my life like divinely guided inspiration what I should be doing in my life for my career and what I want to be doing aligned yeah and it's exciting it's it's hard <laughs> it's scary there's no guarantees of anything yeah but it feels good that I'm in the right path yeah yeah that's cool. Mm -hmm. I like that it's what you should be doing and what you mm -hmm. also enjoy doing because that doesn't always happen. <laughs> no, no. I, I honestly think this is the first time that at least consciously I can say that's what's happening. Maybe yeah. other times I was, I was, hey, I'm enjoying my job or my work and this is, I was inspired to do this. I think there was times for that too. But this is the first time very consciously that it was my decision. I chose this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to run with it. And it's either it's going to work or I'm going to go down trying my best yeah and exactly. i'll smile because it was what i wanted to do mm -hmm. yeah we'll smile but cry at the same time oh there's been plenty of, <laughs> plenty of tears <laughs> I <know>. yeah <laughs> um i will go back to what we were talking about like becoming a teacher mm -hmm. like honestly anyone could do that like we were saying and i think some people get in their head way too much like oh i'm not skilled enough i don't mm -hmm. have a degree in this I've never taken classes, but honestly, that is the beauty of our generation in this day and age, because literally there's like TikTok now. I know I'm getting advice from like 
total amateurs, but it works, yeah. right? Because yeah. I mean, they make it seem like they know what's going on, then people listen. Yeah. So that's a good tip. I love that. Like you and um, Jack, um, a lot of times will say, hey, I learned this on TikTok, mm -hmm. which is so much better than, can you see where this kid swore five times and farted <laughs> on somebody on TikTok? You know what I mean? Like you guys are like, no, I learned something on TikTok. Like right before we sat down, you showed me a video on TikTok, yeah. and I hate these videos, but they work. There's, there's oh yeah, but they just point at the words. There's music playing. He's pointing at the words or whatever, you know. And then, but but I learned something in that yeah. little thing. There's I saved it tips. actually, and I was like, okay, yeah. good tips because you don't need this formal way to teach people. You just kind of need to throw the information at them, and <laughs> like, I mean, it's one of the awesome things about the time we live in now. You can teach so easily. Mm -hmm. So, um, and there there is a endless amount of people who want to learn what you yeah. can teach them it's very true mm -hmm. i know they're definitely like there's always going to be someone who will listen and learn yep which is something even i had to learn too because i've said this before but like when i i make sometimes like really stupid videos i'm not even really teaching anything yeah. or like i'll say things in my podcast and like my friends will come up to me and be like that was so cool like i needed to hear that or like yeah. your goofy video like made me so happy Absolutely. and i'm like you know in my head i'm like this is so stupid i look dumb no one's gonna watch this yeah i don't even stop to think that like they find it interesting too Absolutely. and it, it could help them more than i ever thought so. yeah one of the big messages in my life that's been through my head a lot in the last few years or a few months i mean has been to put yourself out there you mm -hmm. know and it's, it's easy to just sit and hide in our corner but the more, i think the more you put yourself out there if you're doing it authentically in a way of like hey i'm enjoying this or this is fun or like yeah. i'm actually i'm trying to help people i think that works if it's just about hey look at me and how awesome i they am call it like a thirst trap death. yeah like <laughs> like that those drive me crazy but if it's Maybe like not specifically a thirst trap but no i know what you're saying about that yeah mm -hmm. that's when like the guys get on tiktok and they like make that like weird face and they're like oh yeah, i'm like no. not working dude scared <laughs> not working my friend oh, oh my gosh um Okay, and I want to know too, this might be hard. We have way too many flavors, but yeah. what, what would you say is your favorite flavor? My favorite flavor is Snow's. Yeah. It, it does change often. Yeah, me too. I, um, so I'll, I'll answer it with this. My favorite go-to that I get most of the time is Miami Vice, which uh -huh. is a mix of pina colada and strawberry. The ones I'm most proud of, there's two I'm most proud of. One is Butterbeer, just because it is, like, so it we live- so good. Yeah, we live, for, for people listening, we live a couple miles from Universal Orlando, which is where they serve Butterbeer, all the Harry Potter books. And I will tell you, in fact, this happened to me yesterday when I was up at the shack. Countless times people have said, yours tastes 100 times better than that it one. Does. And I'm very proud of that, because <laughs> we created that at our own mind, mad scientist lab and came up with it. Yeah. So that one, and the other one I'm very proud of is caramel apple pie. It's kind of my, um, I don't know the right put it, my, oh, so my paying tribute to, to, to mom, to, to Sherry, because yeah. she every uh, every year creates these caramel apples for her uh, clients and she gives them to them. And they're amazing. People literally, couples literally fight over them and they probably do. need to see counseling over them because yeah. they fight over who gets to eat them. Um, <laughs> but we made a shaved ice flavor that is a tribute to that and people love it. It's really good. So I'm yeah. very proud of that one too. That's funny. I love, I always forget the caramel apples are so funny to me because mm -hmm. mom, she's like okay she has it all planned out she's like she she passes them out in the fall because she's like in the like winter time usually friends give each other like christmas mm -hmm. gifts or like you know you give out your little christmas card she's like no we're giving out the caramel apples in fall because it's way too busy during christmas time there was one time you guys wanted to give out like christmas cards in the summertime or something yeah i think we still could do that not not Christmas cards, obviously, but yeah. Like the annual, you know, year holiday cards. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're going to do one soon where we'll just, um, 
just in the middle of the right. year. And it's something like in fact, this is a book I was listening to this morning, so it's on my mind a lot about moments. Like we we I wouldn't say we're good at this, okay, but we try to create moments. What do you mean we're not good at it? Well, I think we can do a million times better. So and like ever could do Mom's better. way better than I am, I'll say that. Okay. So like, hey, I'm gonna create a moment. So she does the caramel apple in that, that time oh, of year because okay. it's like creating a moment for somebody else, helping right, them right, stand right. out. Or she just did uh, a couple weeks ago blueberry picking party yeah, for yeah, clients. Yeah. It literally came out of the blue. It was on, on yeah, was... I think it was on Sunday. She's I think I'm gonna do this and by Friday we did it. Yeah. You know, she's really, really good at that, but she created a moment, so that's something that we try okay, to Okay, when you're when you're saying moment, I thought you meant like as a family creating moments and I was like, We do that pretty well. well we do that, well, but I think everything in moments. I think I think life is, you know, uh, look back on. You don't remember the daily. Like think about high school, okay? Uh-huh. You don't remember many of the everyday going to class. Mm-hmm. You probably remember a handful of moments. Mm-hmm. So life is about moments, and this is something I think a lot about. Snowmos now is like we got to do a better job of creating moments. Um, we do some, but there's a million places we can do better. And so I think so many things in, in life, you can kind of create moments. So with mm-hmm. mom, I think, is very, very good at doing that. Is she'll create these moments for her clients or people, and not just yeah, the clients. Just, it's true, yeah. It doesn't have to be a business thing. It, in fact, it shouldn't be a business thing. I think it should be a, just a relationship, like, let's create a nice moment for this well, person. Yeah, you can thing. tell she really cares for people, though, too. Oh, totally. She's amazing. I always say that. It's so hard, because, like, this, we're getting off topic, but uh, it's fine. That's why <laughs> these are fun. <laughs> so some people, because she's a real estate agent, so some people will, will like throw out, like, oh, they're looking for a house. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, call my mom. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you know, like, everyone says a real estate agent is good. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I can't put into words. This woman will go to, like, the end of the earth and back to help you find your house. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, obviously, she might have to stop if it's hurting her mental health too much, but I've seen this woman do so much for right. people. I mean, there's been many times we have helped – uh, you and I have gone in, to like yeah. hang up like uh, like big cards or chairs. like bows. Sorry, uh, like on the front door, we'll put a big bow up or we'll leave like a present inside put the together house. The, four, the, the what's it called? The connect four game. Connect four There's been tons of times um, we've gone help people move. Um, there's been like she'll order pizza for new clients sometimes. Yeah. Just the day because because she's really good at stopping and thinking. Okay, this family of however many people is about to uproot their life and move. Yeah. It's stressful. It's no fun. So how can I make it better for them? So she's yeah. amazing at creating that that moment or experience for people. Mm-hmm. So and then, but like she and I have talked a lot about what are the ways we can do that just in in general in life and other yeah. places and things like that. Yeah, yeah, it is true because she's she's moved a lot and we have five. I'm not going to say we have five kids. But <laughs> there are five kids in our family. There's five of us. Yeah. So it's hard. So she knows how it is. So I think that's why she can help us Absolutely. So much. Yeah. Yeah. So if you ever need a real estate agent, call <laughs> us up or shaved eyes. Well, even, even though there's stuff past that, like today, like literally right now, she's out of town doing oh, two, yeah. two seminars back to back. The first seminar is all about, I'll just say, relationship building in the real estate world and yeah. relationship building with your your customers and how to have or clients sorry and how to have really good relationships the other one is a little bit more specific about you know some branding and marketing and stuff like that but she's investing in herself so that she can then do a better job for her people mm-hmm. yeah that's true mm-hmm. that's true i'm trying to see what other questions i have for you <laughs> um i don't know is there anything else you want to say about I'll talk about everyone talking about <laughs> shaved ice or anything. <laughs> shaved ice. Um, the thing I love about shaved ice, you talk. About, this goes in moments, though. I don't want to keep talking about it, but um, I've seen you've seen it too. You worked in the shack. You yeah. worked there more hours than I have in there yeah. by far. And just seeing somebody walk up looking kind of grumpy, and when you hand oh, them a, yeah. a cup of ice with flavor on it, and they take a bite, how quickly they smile. Yeah, I love how how happy That's it makes true. people. I 
love our our regulars who come. They're so nice. Yeah. Because I mean, that's one thing that that's another thing you don't really realize when you start a business. Like, mm-hmm. um, people come up to some people literally come every single day. Mm-hmm. And I never thought people would get shaved ice every single day, but these people go nuts so over yeah. it. <laughs> yep. And then they always bring their family, and then they're like, I bring my friends too. I live right down the street. I'm so glad I moved here. And then you get to know them and like their story, so it's so cool. It's fun. I love that part of it. I love the local part of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because we have it in a nice area. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of nice people there. So I kind of miss them now. I'm thinking about all the people mm-hmm. I talk to. We'll schedule you again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have time for that. We'll make it. We'll make it happen. I know. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about this guy. He said he moved from Chicago, actually. I think he moved from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he bought a truck because his car broke down right before he came. And he's so happy he bought his truck. And then he was like, I'm so mad because Disney won't let us buy annual passes because of COVID. And so we're just buying day passes and trying to go as much as often. And he's like, we go to Disney Springs and then come here right after. That's cool. <laughs> you get a lot of stories like that. That's I, I love that about a business like that is you get to to see how it impacts people. Like, it's just, you know, it's a silly little thing. It's not like we what we do is not essential you know or shave ice but it, i do believe it's important because you're making people feel good and yeah. you're bringing happiness to them or when the people literally cry mm-hmm. um because they taste usually it's tiger's blood they taste it and they're like this tastes like my childhood from yeah. like wherever yeah. i haven't just had this in forever and they literally start crying that's one thing i totally underestimated with the business i because you look around there's so few shaved ice shops I kept telling mom when we opened, like, okay, once we start marketing, we're gonna have to educate the marketplace. I remember very oh, vividly yeah, saying, "Oh yeah, like shaved ice yeah. and snow cones are very yeah. different." No, 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 not so much even that. Like, we had to teach them about like shaved ice. We had to teach them about all oh, that. Right, so we had to teach right, them like what we're about. And then within like a day or two of being open, I realized, oh no, I got this all wrong. They know, and they know because most of them have been to a shop somewhere else. Yeah, and. Because there's none here, there's a lot of nostalgia and excitement about seeing one again. Yeah. So I remember a couple of times, uh, I remember one specifically, his dad standing in the shop, had his daughter next to him. She was probably like six or seven or something like that. Yeah, this yeah. little girl. And as I'm making their their um, shaved ice, he kept telling his daughter like, oh, I remember when I was a kid, I'd come to a shop just like this. It was in Baltimore. It was a snowball stand. And I get this very specific thing. And like he, this guy went on for like five minutes. Yeah explaining like to his daughter like this these happy summer memories he had from when he was a kid yeah and i remember then thinking this is so cool because you get to see like he's passing down something the next generation is important to him Mm -hmm, and it all happened because we had this crazy idea to open up this freaking shaved ice shop and set up on a corner somewhere so it's cool to see the impact that you can make and i you know i encourage people that too like you can Doing something that's simple and routine and, and what may even be mundane in your life, but going out and doing it could have a massive impact on somebody else, just even if it's just making them happy for a minute or giving mm-hmm. them a good memory, some of that. Like yeah, you yeah. can have a big impact on people if you just have the courage to keep going and do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Or the people um, who come from like um, Puerto Rico and they're like, oh, back in my country, they would have a block of ice and a knife and they would shave yeah, it off. Yeah, they shave it by and hand. And put like the, the actual like fruit pure what am i trying to puree. say puree yeah. on it <laughs> yep. and then the sweet cream yeah it's really cool to see that. yeah it is cool mm-hmm. i know that is that is true though you do like the little things you do people it's like bigger for them you know? absolutely they love it yeah they do they love shaved ice yep oh i love shaved ice too that's good it is so good we're like addicted now 
Okay, well, those are all the questions I have for you. Okay. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. I feel like I should be asking you more. <laughs> That's fine. Maybe you have to come back from our part two. I'd be happy yeah, to. I'm proud of you for doing this. I, you thought for a long time. You were like me. You sit and think for a while. Should I? Should I? Should I? No, okay, I'm going to go do it. But I'm it proud of you a... for, for doing this podcast and getting started with it and um, stick with it. Keep going. Yeah. Don't, don't give up on it. Keep keep pushing out and get consistent in your content. And it's awesome. I like listening to it. I think it's funny that your uh, your youngest brother, Van, he'll sit and listen to it almost yeah. every night to go to sleep. That's how he falls asleep. Yeah. yeah. But I love that. I, there's many times I hear it, but um, I, I really am proud of you for I what know, you're doing Dad, with this. You're behind. You need to catch up on the episodes. I am behind. <laughs> I am. I'll catch up. <laughs> While you're walking and running outside, you can listen. There you go. I'll listen. <laughs> Uh, okay well thank you so much you're welcome it was fun i, I we have to have mom on now too I she would like. be fun she definitely has to come on um and then you can come back too okay for sure be happy to maybe when we open the brick and mortar one whenever you, you want i could talk about that okay okay awesome cool sounds a plan all right well bye guys i hope you have a great week and thank you for tuning in um yeah we'll be <laughs>